0: Episode 37, Dear Stranger and Friend, let's get into it. Hey everybody, it's me, your beautiful, wonderful, handsome podcast host, Paul Massbad. Thank you so much for joining me for another week of Dear Stranger and Friend, another hour of me being better to the people in my life. I don't have a pop filter, so i probably just pull your ears out, I'm sorry, but um, I realized that doing these intros, I hit some of the same beats, you know? I explain the trip, and I go into all this stuff, I make jokes sometimes, make a wrestling reference or a video game res- reference, and I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that this week, I want to switch it up. So instead, our guest this week is uh, our friend Sarah. Max introduced me to her, she tattooed me, she tattooed Max, she let us come up to her house on the mesa, and where we recorded an episode. And another one of those beats, I right now, I would usually talk about what we talked about. You know, give you a little teaser, a little preview into the next hour you're about to spend with us. But I don't want to do that. I want to I wanna reference a conversation that you guys won't hear, because we didn't record it. It happened a day or two before the actual day of recording. And we were talking about, I love you, that term, I love you, and what it means, and how it's kind of an empty statement. And, uh, you know, it doesn't, not necessarily for everybody, but when you just look at those words, I love you, what does it really mean? It's easy to say it, but sometimes showing it or asking the right questions that show you love the other person could be harder. And I bring that up, I bring up that conversation because while listening to this episode again, while editing it, I thought a lot about love and those I love you and those empty statements, and there were none of them during this episode, and it makes it one of my favorites. Sure, it was fun, we had some laughs, but there was an honesty and openness in the air and the energy that I am so grateful for. And that's why I kind of wanted to, you know, do this intro a little different, Be a little bit more of the person that records the episodes and less of the silly guy that records the intros. But anyway... I hope you guys feel that. I hope you guys feel that, too. I'm going to stop rambling. So let's just get into that episode.
1: Because we're the same age, and we talk a lot about, like, being older punks, and especially in the scene with all these, like, younger kids. And even younger felt like just, like, three or four years. Yeah. Felt a lot younger to us. Mm. And it was probably because we were, like, 30. Mm Um but like yeah he said a thing where did he say he said like <laughs> he said that punks either become old, old punks either become hipsters or rednecks oh like my god you should make your choice soon and i was like all right i think that i'm in the i th- i if if i had to choose between the two i mean you're in my house i think i would be a redneck not a not a hipster Although okay. my nephew called me
0: a hipster the other day and I got really mad. Oh my God. I was
1: like, you don't know anything. And then also I was like, wait, you're 12. You know everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think
0: on that note, we should do the official start. Okay. Uh, the way, <laughs> because I, I think I'm trying my best to get, trying to get better at segues. I'm not very good, but I'm trying. And that segue I was trying to pull off was, uh, you're talking about how we're in your house and usually I start these with how we know each other, but I don't want to do that. I said this before we started recording too, special circumstances. But we're in your house that you basically built on your own. You said there was still still some parts like a, the foundation and the roof. But my question to start this off is what brought you here to this house that you built, that you invited invited us into and like, you know let us do this podcast or let me let me talk to you
1: the um the like short story is... whichever, whichever <laughs> you, want, you know um the short story is is that um i came to taos a couple years ago um i stayed at uh, our friend justin's house for a while and i'm an artist and i was like super prolific when I first moved here I was I I told you earlier about like my issue the issue with the RV that I lived in Mm. and then getting in an accident and then me receiving like a sum of money that allowed for me to like not work because Mm. I didn't have rent or anything Mm -hmm. and um, so I like just stayed in his house for a couple months and didn't work and painted and I was like more inspired than I'd been in like so long, Mm -hmm. um, after feeling like really sad and unmotivated, um, for a long time. And then like in this like spring Mm. for the first time in forever. And, um, so I was like, I want to live here. And then it was like a crawl to like kind of find a plot of land. And then, Sort of through, like, good graces, mm. I came across this space. A friend of mine who I'd, like, made during my time, I'd, like, been here for about a year. Yeah. And a friend, like, helped me find a place to live, like, um, or a place to buy, not mm. live. Um, and, um, yeah, so I bought I bought this land through my friend Tim and... Um, built the house and my goal was to make a studio, but I haven't done it yet.
0: Right. But what you have here is more than what I've ever built in my life. I was telling (laughs) Maxis the other day that when we get back from this trip the one thing I wanna do is build a Lego set. (laughs) (laughs) Like not talk to anybody and just like feel like I did something. And but this is much bigger than a Lego set, obviously. <laughs> so it's, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's awesome. It
1: kind of feels like a Lego set sometimes. It's like not knowing what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Is it like like a Lego set with no instructions?
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. like being like, okay, now you need to build this like fortress or whatever and... Mm-hmm. um. Like building sides is easy, but figuring out anything else is like hard. If that yeah, makes yeah. any kind of sense.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it definitely does. Um, I I feel weird because I'm kind of switching topics a little bit because you're talking about painting and being an artist and what I'm kind of interested in. Um, in that, it's like how how is like art been like how? Because you've you tattooed my hands and my thigh, and you tattooed Max, so you're a tattoo artist now, but obviously art has been a part of your life for a long time. Is that safe to say?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Where, when did, like, how did that start? Like, when did you,
1: it started like, I think, um, there's this like quote, I can't remember it now, but it's like, Mm. we're all artists, but we like, um, Mm. some of us like get beaten and it gets beaten out of us in certain ways, or we Mm. get, uh, we unlearn it in certain ways. And like, So I just, like, never unlearned how to make art. You know what I mean? Um, So it's, like, forever. So I, like, went to school or whatever. Yeah.
0: But during that time, you were just, like, I guess, you said, like you said, was painting. Was that, like, another... Because I know know what you mean when it comes to, like, art gets beaten out of you or creativity does. Yeah, yeah. But was that, like, a, a rush of creativity or a rush of like that kind of stuff. I'm not very good with Coming the here. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. I felt like I just felt I, I I'd been I'd had moment I've had moments where I've been like super prolific and I like went to school. I went to mm-hmm. and I got like went to art school and then I mm-hmm. got my MF I went and got an MFA.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and so like um and though that that like period like really allowed me to make work without having to deal with real life or whatever or like mm. um, or like depression or anxiety like didn't become so overwhelming because there was still this like really strong structure that I was like working around yeah um, and then like. When that stopped in 2010, that's when I like, graduated from grad school. Yeah. Um, it kind of like, I would have like spurts of it
0: mm-hmm.
1: where I'd be like, oh, I ha- I'm, I'm in a good like mental space. I'm like, okay, financially or whatever. I, things are like kind of up so I can like make work or whatever. Right. And, um, and then that would happen and I would like make a body of work in like, you know, six months or something. Mm. Um, but then it just kind of like, that like felt shitty, Mm -hmm. like it felt shitty that like I had seven years where I like, um, had the space, I was given the space to, to make work and be creative, um, and to like investigate. Mm -hmm. And then I was like forced to like kind of stop that or something or have to worry about other stuff. And that's fucking privilege. Like I totally like get that. Um, That's fine,
0: no. But, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Yeah. No, Um, I I definitely... I mean, that's still a real thing, you know? Right. I mean, it. of course, like, it's good to be aware of um, your status and where you are, but also that doesn't, like, make the way you feel any less valid, you know? Totally. So, um... So... Oh, 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 sorry. Go (laughs) ahead.
1: (laughs) Go
0: ahead. So, uh... So, coming here, like, did away with that?
1: Yeah, like, um, uh, it was like, it didn't necessarily do away with it because Uh since that first, um, year that I, like, lived here, I have not, I've not made art other than, like, tattoo Mm -hmm. art. Which is art, for
0: sure. No, yeah. And I was gonna ask, like, does that fulfill the same need or the same, um, thing? Because I know there's a thing with creative people. And I know um you two Max probably feel this too. Um, just to address the the room. Like creativity is more of an urge as a or like making something or putting yourself into a creative pursuit. It's not like, yeah, I'm gonna make a cool thing. It's like I have to do this right. or else I'm dead. <laughs> that's exactly. a little like no, dramatic totally. but
1: it where like for me it's not even like I have to make this. It's like I have to fucking figure this out. Like, I have this thing,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: like, how do I figure it out? Yeah. And like, making
0: it is how I figure it out. But like, uh, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And it's also like, uh, it, I feel like it's also a part, it's also the process that, like, the process in which you figure it out, and the process in which you make it, I mean, is right. a part of the figuring it out so you can get it out of your system almost. It's right. like a sneeze.
1: Yeah, 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 no, totally (laughs) I I know that's
0: like a weird analogy, but No,
1: it's super interesting you just said that Because I think a lot about Like, I believe that I'm on this, like Path for Doing what I want to do Ultimately, but what it means Kinda, is that I'm not necessarily Doing all the things I want to do right now Um, which is life Right. Right But, um, I kinda feel like Um, emotionally constipated Um, if Uh that makes sense. Uh And it might be because I have this like, um, sneeze, this artistic sneeze. It's like, um, that, that's like not coming or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, totally. Totally. Is it, so when you're, when you were in school and the stuff, uh, in art school and you as an artist is like the stuff, like the thing that you are, like the artist that you are, is it like mostly painting? Is that like the... Yeah. Or drawing or...
1: Painting drawing. Um, I made, like, some sculptures. They were, like, soft mm-hmm. sculptures. I made, like, some videos. Um, but painting and drawing are, like, the big, the yeah, big like things. The pre- yeah, like
0: the priorities. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's, like, the foundation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then, like, my whole thing has been, like, because I said, like, I have this thing that I, like, want to figure out. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the process of making art. Like... Sometimes I'd have this idea, and I'd make it in, like, paper, or, like, or a canvas, and then mm. be like, oh, wait, I want to figure this out in a different way. So I'd take the exact same set, subject matter and, like, try to figure it out, like, three-dimensionally mm. or, like, through video. Yeah. Um, But it, the, the drawing or the painting was always, like, the first layer
0: yeah. of it, if that makes sense. Or is it like... That w- that was, like, the go-to. You'd go to, like, draw something first or paint something first, as opposed to, like, I'm gonna make a video or sculpt or... Exactly. Or yeah, okay. Yeah. So I guess, um, in a way, it's, like, um, tattooing maybe n- might not be the exact thing, but it's still, like, at least... It's really... Creatively adjacent. Like, yeah, you know? no,
1: totally. It's totally similar. And it's also, like, um, it's cool because it's the same thing It's like, figuring something out. It's, like, how does this fucking machine work? Yeah. You know, like, um, and, and it is, it's like, um, it's actually really similar to like, um, I was also a printmaker uh-huh. and, um, it's really similar to like engraving
0: mm-hmm.
1: or like, like uh, print making that's like immediate. If yeah. that makes sense. It's, um, it's, it's a really cool process and I, I'm super excited to be doing it right now. Mm. Um, and I'm hoping that it like, is, like, a long-term way for me to creatively make money so mm-hmm. that I can also make paintings or yeah. do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this, like,
0: fulfilling thing supplements yeah, me. Right. And that that um, reminded me of a, con- a short uh, conversation we had yesterday about day jobs, right? And, like, how you're like, fuck, I don't want a day job, mm-hmm. quote-unquote day job. Right. But it seems like not to call being a tattoo artist a day job, but that probably be like the best quote unquote day job, right? For right. You? Yeah, That's definitely, what it like. yeah.
1: definitely, because it would. It's also still like um,
0: it's still super creative, like yeah, yeah.
1: and it's also like um, so. My other my profession before I was a tattooer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've always been a bartender, yeah. but uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, before. I would, my, my profession that my yeah. being a bartender was not a profession. It's like maybe how I like fucking had to figure out how to pay rent every once yeah.
0: in a while. The quintessential day job. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, the night job. Oh, you're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my other, my other like day job mm-hmm. quote unquote was that I was a professor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I taught for like six and a half years. Oh wow. Um, and I love, I totally loved it. Like, yeah. um, I want to still do it, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't do it anymore because I was never going to be tenure because that's not, this is on my path. And I Mm -hmm. know that. Um, and so I was teaching adjunct and I made no money. Okay. And I wasn't happy and I was having to work at a bar and do all this shit. Yeah. And I wasn't making any work. And I like loved the the kids I taught, not the kids, the adults I taught, um, the people I taught. Um, but it just like, wasn't, wasn't working out. Yeah. It wasn't a good situation because mm. like so much of myself was in it. But part mm. of the reason I loved it was cause it was like dealing with people and the thing with tattooing that is really beautiful and kind of like adjacent to, um, teaching is that. Like part of teaching is healing and yeah. like helping people like figure out who they are, mm-hmm. and part of tattooing is the exact same thing. Yeah. And I really appreciate those like similarities. Yeah.
0: How so? If you don't mind me asking. In what in I, what way? Which like how, which part? <laughs> no, how's like tattooing the same as like, or in, in terms of healing? I mean, I'm just coming from like curiosity in your thoughts. You no,
1: know? totally. Um, I think. Tattooing for me, I can only speak for myself. Yeah, of course. Um, But for me, getting tattooed gave me like authorship of my body Mm. after experiencing like trauma, um, after being um, just not 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 happy with myself or Mm. um, not in not actually in my body.
0: Yeah, I feel that,
1: and it put me in my body and then it it uh, it allowed me to mark my body rather than my parents making my body or any abusers like marking yeah. my body or something like that. Yeah,
0: I I feel that 100% cuz I think and not not many people know this. Um but I have like a lot of body issues and getting tattooed is one of the things that makes me super psyched about right? my body. Yeah.
1: Isn't it awesome we I I mean, I think I think a lot of us have a hard time being in our bodies.
0: Yeah.
1: And I know that, again, I know that tattooing for me makes me feel better about it. Mm -hmm. So when I like tattooed you, like I'm like, Oh, I'm like doing this beautiful thing for this person and it's going to carry with them for the rest of their life. Yeah. And like, hopefully when they look down at their hands Or they look down at their leg.
0: Yeah. They're like,
1: oh yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely... yeah. (laughs)
0: It's kind of this weird thing, and I know this is like a silly analogy, but like being a Boy Scout and like getting badges or something, it's like, look at all this cool shit I got. You know? I think about it a lot, man.
1: like, um, after my mom died, like I, I didn't go to therapy for a long time. And then I ended up going to, I've started therapy and like, whatever, it's helping. Yeah. But like, I got like two really big tattoos that I'm still currently both of them I'm still working on Mm -hmm. like I'm still getting tattooed on them um and I honestly feel like a big part of my like beginning to heal like it's not even healed yeah but the beginning of that healing happened in those sessions because I was like okay this sucks this fucking sucks it hurts it hurts Yeah. It does not feel good. Anybody that says that tattooing doesn't hurt, like, they're an asshole. They're an asshole (laughs) or a masochist. And, like, that's fine or whatever, but, like, fuck you. Like, no, it Mm. hurts. Yeah. And, like, getting over that, like, temporary pain, not, like, losing, like, someone, like, a parent Mm. is temporary. Mm. But I think that that initial, like, cut. Uh Uh-huh. It... It, it goes away yeah. some or There's something. There's
0: something, I think, um, to add on to that. It's like you get this visceral feeling of pain that, like, it's a physical thing and you know where you're getting your that, that pain from and it sucks and all this. But especially when you're going through something or you feel shitty about your body like I do, it's like one of those things where it's like it's matching the emotional kind of strength stress or trauma that like is really sometimes hard to describe right but when you're getting tattooed you're like yo this fucking hurts and i know it why and i know this and i know that but then you can kind of not trick yourself or whatever but you know have it be equal you know what i mean
1: totally and it that not to like totally switch but no no it's it makes what you just said makes me think a lot about um like living out here
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, is really hard. I was talking to you about that earlier. Yeah, it's like not easy. Like I, I, if I want to drink water, I have to bring the water out here. Yeah, you know, if I want to get warm, I have to make the fire, and like that, that kind of like um, having to deal with something like super basic mm-hmm. makes me better, me- like mentally. And I think that same thing is true of what you just said, being yeah. like okay if I can make the pain that I'm feeling on the inside that I, that I can't describe and I honestly can't like necessarily totally pinpoint maybe
0: yeah.
1: like if that is reflected in the tattoo and I'm like I know where it's coming from I know that this is why I'm yeah. hurting like it makes you feel better and it's like kind of like do you see the way the pain yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, trying, yeah. To, make, I'm trying to make no
0: you definitely that that's embarrassing that I said that I'm probably going to keep that part in what I just said you can keep all hard?
1: of it in for all I care. No, just how I'm going to fix my wedgie a little bit.
0: Um, I'll
1: probably say I farted at some point, so... Okay,
0: yeah. that's, I'm okay with that. will live I- with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, wedgie is fixed. Sick. Yeah, so... The healing process, almost through pain is what we were talking about. Through the right. pain of getting tattooed. Um, which I think is super interesting, because a lot of people don't see it that way. I think a couple years ago I guess when I first or fuck me ten years ago when I first started getting (laughs) tattooed you know like it it was more of like oh I guess only tough guys do this or tough people or like there's like the the shit about it but I think it took me that amount of time to realize that like oh that's not why I'm doing it you know right I'm doing it so I feel safe in my own skin totally kind of thing and I think that's what everybody wants to feel safe. Right. Um and it sounds like also bringing up you bringing up moving out here is like another piece of that feeling safe in your own skin being out here. Is that is that okay to say? Is that, oh, totally. Yeah.
1: I think that's true. Um, which is interesting because, like, um, I think uh, I I've ever been interested in is like dichotomies. bit mm-hmm. um, and what's interesting about like feeling safe out here is like it's actually like not a safe place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um in a lot of ways, like not in a lot of ways it it is fine, but mm-hmm. it and definitely in some like it's not necessarily right. a safe place. I remember when my parents came out here. They were like, "Whoa." Mm, yeah. <laughs> they my mom my mom said a cool thing to me which was mm. that um like what did she say? It was something like, "I would never do this," but I get why you're doing it. That's
0: like, amazing, or I
1: understand, or something. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's really awesome.
1: It was really powerful. I needed to hear it. I think mm-hmm. because like I was like nervous about you guys coming here. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, <laughs> it's not, um, <laughs> it it's um a beautiful place, mm-hmm. but it's like scary and also like. I mean, there are a lot of days where I'm like, I fucking live, um, like a, like I, I live like I don't have a home. I live, it's like permanent camping camping or something. Yeah. Um, that is not forever. Like it won't always be like that. It'll be much more like a real.
0: Right. Because you, you have this plot of land that you, you plan on building, on, mm-hmm. which you, which you told us about. Before we started recording.
1: And the building will have to, like, be... Like, I have to... There's no... Um, there's no electricity out here. So, yeah. like, I can't, like... Like, I can't build and, like, hook up to, like, a, an electric yeah. grid. Um, like, I have to get any, like, electricity from, like, solar. Yeah. Which and is cool. It's to totally cool. Yeah. Um, and better. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just better. Yeah. Um no no judgment on, on, on people that are off the grid. Not. But
0: yeah. there's, there's something I think that's that's cool about living off the grid or living off the land or living you know what I mean? I don't know if that's like the right term.
1: I think all those are. Yeah. I mean I don't necessarily live off the land because mm. I'm not like right now and even after, like, I create this place to be, my my dream sanctuary... Yeah. Like, I'll probably be living off of a lot of, like, homegrown foods, but I won't be, like, necessarily living off the land. But, like, yeah. living off-grid, like, definitely yeah. is...
0: Is this. There's something, I think, um, about that, about wanting to do that, that uh, a lot of people I've come in contact with talk about, like, yeah, yeah, I want to just... I want to do that. I want to... There's always something they put in front of it first, mm. where it's like, I want to make a lot of money first and then do that, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think there's something cooler about you, if I'm if it's cool to say, where you're just like, fuck it, like, fuck it, let's do it, right? That's kind of... Yeah, definitely. Like, why... why...
1: And what's that money even for? And also, like, if you're... Um, I mean... I don't want to judge people. Everybody has their own path, but yeah, I mean, like if you truly want want to live off the grid, it means that you have like a fundamental, um, disagreement about what like capitalism Mm -hmm. is and what, where our country's at and what the world looks like right now. Yeah. Um, so, like, what would that money even do? It'd, like, build you a nicer, like, fucking bug-out house or yeah. something? Like, not, like, saying this is, like, my bug-out, but... Yeah. Um, But my mom did tell me when... Because she was still alive when Trump got elected. She was like, if shit hits the fan, can I come out there? And mm. I was like, Mom, of course. Like, I'll... Yeah. <laughs> I'll take care of you.
0: Was there... When you first had this, when you first built this and made this, on the, uh, sort of on that note... Was there something, like, liberating or freeing about, like, just being out here? From... Because, I mean, you just said you were, like, an adjunct professor and, like, bartender, um, which are not things you do, like, you know, which are not things where, like, that's kind of your ingrained into the society. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, f- from that to this, was there something, like, f- did you feel, like, a freer or...
1: Totally. I mean, like my sister asked me, my sister asked me kind of recently cause I, I think a lot of people who don't live out here look at me and are like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that that's a judgment on me really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's like a real observation <laughs> or something, which is, yeah. but whatever. Um, and she was like, why, 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 why mm-hmm. that place? Like, yeah. What is it about that place? And I can tell you as soon as I hit the dirt road, mm-hmm. everything's fine.
0: Yeah. Everything. It just, does it, did it feel like stuff came off your shoulders? Totally. Or like, like using that weird cliche.
1: Yeah. You feel lighter. Whatever. Yeah. You're not carrying that baggage. Mm-hmm. And it's true. I mean, and then you come home and then there's a new set of like concerns you have to deal with, mm-hmm. which you saw when I got home, like my dog rolled in shit yeah. and I had to figure out how to fucking clean her up with the not having running water. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's like, you know, nine degrees outside. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: it could be almost dangerous to wet your dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Right. Or to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, so then there's this whole other set of concerns, but those, those feel easier for some reason than the weight of the world okay, or the weight of my like sadness or whatever shit
0: I carry. I don't know. Is it, is it because like the, in a way the, um, the solutions are like in your two hands, Mm. you know, or like right in front of you?
1: Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. I think another part of it is that. There's like a wildness out here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like my neighbor's not gonna see, um, or care. Yeah. Or um, there's quiet. I like I don't. I don't know if you noticed, but like it's really quiet. Yeah, out
0: here. I was gonna. Admit, I was gonna <laughs> mention that about because that's the one of the first things I noticed. Even though I live in, like, grew up and lived in the suburbs, but still there. I live right by a highway, so there's always trucks passing. Right. But it's just kind of like this is the most silent place. It is. I'm, I might have ever been in
1: there, and and it's crazy because there's neighbors, pretty close, like pretty close. You'll see in the morning, you can uh-huh. hear at night. But, um, yeah, a friend of mine said a thing, um, that was like, somebody was like, "Oh, it'd be so much easier if you moved in town," and he mm-hmm. said. Yeah, it would be easier, but I wouldn't be able to hear the ravens mm-hmm. flap their wings. Whoa. And I was like, "Damn, that's true. I mean, that's real. Yeah. That we, what he just said is yeah. real. Like I hear everything. And um and I see everything. Like I was telling you earlier, like it's really cloudy here tonight, which mm. is like super bummer. But um if it was not cloudy, we would see the Milky Way. Mm. You mm-hmm. know. Like that's some stuff that like, um, really grounds me and that's my problem or not my problem. It's my, um, it's like my journey or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm not grounded. Like I'm fucking floating around Mm -hmm. like in the clouds, like, like dodging phone calls for student loans left and right. Like just Figuring if I don't answer the phone, mm-hmm. it didn't happen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, Same. And, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, um, and, like, being here and, like, seeing the Milky Way, like, I literally feel myself, like, connected to... Something bigger than yourself? Yeah, and, and gr- like, literally grounded, mm-hmm. you know? Like, the... The beauty and the harshness, like, makes you be like, oh, shit, this is real. This isn't yeah. simulation. Yeah. This isn't, like, a fucking dream. This isn't... Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's... It's it's just totally what it is. I don't yeah. know what else to put it.
0: It's another cool thing, and I think um, Max and I talked about this as we were rolling up here, that, like... Um. The coolest part, and especially like getting to know you over the past couple of days, another really cool thing. Cause like I already thought you were like cool when we first met. Cause
1: I'm not. I just drooled a whole bunch of um rose out of my mouth. I'm not. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. Good.
0: I. It might have been because I just said that you're like. Ah? <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, I thought I was like, okay, this is a super cool person. Really ex- glad to have met you. Glad to Likewise. have you tattoo me all that stuff. But the thing that like even puts you even uh, like another notch up above because I already thought you were like this fucking super cool, like I'm saying, but it's just like that you earned all of this. Do you know what I mean? Like uh you worked for all of this. And I I was joking earlier about how like you built this and I haven't built anything in my life, you know? And it's like a little self-deprecating a little, but in, in all honesty, like other than Lego sets, like I can't think of anything I have built. And there's something really cool about meeting people, meeting you who, who have the, the resolve to be like, yeah, you know what? I bought this piece of land. There's only a foundation and I'm going to, f- I'm going to make it into a, a home you know that's and that's another thing where ugh, i feel like i'm talking too much no you're not but another thing i mentioned like oh i want to, about people who are like i want to get a lot of money first and then i want to do it or whatever mm-hmm. it i feel like that's the excuse that's like and it's like that's their way of saying in a very sly way i don't have the resolve to do it do you know what i mean like because they're making excuses to 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 be a little judgmental and a little weird, like, because a little harsh about it. That sounds more like an excuse. I need to do this before I do this. But in your case, you're like, holy shit, like, this, this is what I need and I'm going to go get it.
1: I think that's true. I also, like, don't mean to be dramatic or anything, but uh, like, don't <laughs> like um, Like, I don't know, I don't know what the alternative is.
0: That's, that's not dramatic at all. Um, I'm sorry that I like got really excited. I got, (laughs) I got got, like super goosebumps about it. Um, because I was actually having this conversation with one of my very close friends about learning how to drive that bus Mm. a week ago. Right. And also doing this podcast and figuring it out and I was actually having a conversation with a woman in the thrift store about she was like so how did you figure it out out?" and I didn't want to say well what was the other option I knew I wanted to do this you know and one of the um, things and I think this goes into also how we were talking about earlier the way the creative mind works it's like what is the alternative not that and like this might sound super dramatic too but like most times it feels like the alternative is actual death.
1: It that's exactly you what know I, what that's I mean? exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. I mean exactly what yeah. I was gonna say. Like it
0: It's crazy. That it's true, it that it's way. true. Yeah. It's
1: so true. Yeah. Like
0: Um Like if you didn't come out here, then yeah. it would like, cause. I'm not normal people right you know what I mean like I don't let's fuck because I know we talked about um or at least we mentioned earlier or you mentioned to me earlier, earlier that you have oh, some mental health I farted.
1: sorry
0: <laughs> I like how you said like 10 minutes ago you're going to I can edit that out I'm, if you I want I don't
1: care I. you can keep it in for all I care I'm really sorry that I interrupted you no it's okay <laughs> what were you saying I'm super I'm excited about it
0: Um, (laughs) that we were talking about mental health issues. This is great.
1: I love that we're laughing about it because it's actually really serious and it's a big reason why I'm out here.
0: Yeah. Like, Uh, so continue. But we were talking about how that plays a a part in ourselves. Right. Um, Because I suffer from the same stuff, like depression and anxiety and a whole, like, cool cocktail of everything that I'm learning every single day that it's just like, oh, I thought I was just depressed no. you know what I mean? but it's never just d- depression no. um, but i th- i was gonna ask how that part of yourself plays into your creativity how um, it brought you out here all this stuff but you can start wherever you
1: that's are. a big load but i can't uh, tell you about how it plays into my creativity yeah okay um So when I was in grad school, I had this like rad healthcare that I've never had since Uh where like, I just, everything was covered. It was awesome. Uh, It was so beautiful. Like
0: one of the best things about being in school. Yeah, (laughs) totally.
1: It was amazing. And I was like smart enough at that point because I was a little, a little bit older, Uh but still baby. And so I was at least able to like, be like, Oh shit, I can reach out for these things. Yeah. Um, but I had, um, uh, acupuncture covered Whoa. in my, th- in my oh, healthcare. Smokes. That's awesome. And I had this acupuncturist who no doubt, no joke, her name's Jonna, she's fucking amazing. Mm. She saved my life. And one of the things that she told me was that um, anger mm-hmm. and um, creativity run on the same meridian in your body. Oh, really? And so, if you can figure out how to harness or use your anger, you can create beautiful things. Yeah. And you can turn it into a gift
0: That's really rather cool. than a
1: curse, right?
0: That's the second time I've heard that in my life, but go on.
1: And it was fucking amazing. It blew mm-hmm. up my mind yeah. when she said that. And obviously I've never forgotten it because here it is. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm really like it. Almost
1: 10 years later. Yeah. I'm then. really
0: liking that you're saying it because I said, I kind of cut you off a little bit mm. and I'm sorry. I don't care. But it's, like, the second time I've heard that, the first time I've heard it, I Henry Rollins said that.
1: Oh, really? I didn't know that. Because, you know how, What like, kind of punk am I? <laughs>
0: no, but it's not like a... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. how he does, like, those speaking things? Right. There's one thing he did where, he, like, he talks about having that ember of rage inside of you, but using that mm. to make something positive. Right. Instead of, like... Be a fucking asshole. Right? Because that's the
1: alternative. Yeah. Or one of the alternatives. One of them.
0: And, um... It always seems like when we... Especially... I'm glad you brought up, like, what are the other options? Because it always seems like, um... For people who are... And, like, people have also told me, like, really creative-minded people also unfortunately suffer from a lot of mental health issues. Right. Um... But shit, I forgot where I was going. Um but it's kind of just like fuck. I don't know why that just happened. I just had a brain fart. <laughs> this happens. is embarrassing. I'm supposed to be the a, a good host.
1: No, you are a good host.
0: I'm trying my best here.
1: It doesn't help that we um we like toasted before we started.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um but this is not even like the worst I've been. <laughs> during... <laughs> But, um,
1: th- creativity and, um, and anger and anger
0: and oh God, it's all gone. I might have to edit this part out.
1: I mean, I think that, um,
0: once you save me,
1: I think that for me, at least,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, like I didn't realize that I was angry for a long time. Mm-hmm. I just thought I was sad. Yeah. And, um. Then I realized that, like, no, that sadness comes from a, a place that is other or whatever. Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. I remember what I was saying. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. Go.
1: Yes. But I was trying like, to save you. You did. Good. Okay. Because I
0: was talking about the alternatives. Yes, yes, yes. The alternate. Like, and it seems like it always is something that is, like, everyone else who doesn't really get it, people who don't really get it. Um and I know that's sound kind of that's kind of like being a little bit judgy, a little bit mm, fucked. Mm. But I mean like
1: But there it is true. Yeah.
0: Well But they, they just
1: won't no, they get it. They just aren't allowing themselves to see it. That's it. That
0: that might be That's it. Because it's just like It's no, fucking scary, dude. Yeah, we're like it's either, like, what are my alternatives? And you tell someone else, right, that is not allowing themselves to see it, that, you like, my alternative is death. My alternative is right. being an asshole. And they're like, aren't you being a little dramatic? Aren't you being a little fucked up? Like, a, you know what I mean? I totally know what you mean.
1: Weren't you told? I mean, I know that I was told as a kid, and I'm, like, I'm, like, trying to be okay with the like shitty things i was told as a child Uh now that i am um motherless or whatever like so that i can like not have any just anger or any anything try to
0: clear yourself out right yeah
1: but one of the things i was told as a kid all the time was like i have to walk on eggshells around you or whatever. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the dramatic or our, whatever. Our and that's, empty, not that's not true. That's not true. Right? Right? Yeah. Right? But, like, that's not true. Like, you mm. don't have to walk around eggshells on me. That's how you choose to feel.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know? I'm telling you my feelings. Mm-hmm. If that's how you... And I'm reacting to them honestly.
0: Yeah.
1: And if, like, that feels like eggshells to you, then, like, that's your cho- choice to walk carefully.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? That's yeah. not my... That's not my problem. Uh-huh. But we're told, like, I have to walk on eggshells around you. You're dramatic. You're this. You're that. Yeah. That it's, like, putting, like, negative emphasis on your real authentic feelings, right? hmm And... And that's one of the, like... we That's one, <laughs> of the, one of the worst things. Yeah. Like, we need to understand each other I and think... be like, oh, fuck, that's where you're yeah. at? Like... I...
0: That's real. Yeah. There are a couple of things I want to say about that, and it's getting me, like, almost teary-eyed in a in a joyous way. Mm. Um, because I'm glad that we kind of connect on that, in that way. Right. Because one thing growing up, I was told, is you're too dramatic. And also, since I present as male as born male, and I'm, you know, got a gross mustache.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can already feel myself, like, fucking, like, being like, whoa. Yes, I uh, like not knowing yeah. what you're gonna say, but yeah. being like, yes. But because... my
0: dad always told me you're uh, you're sensitive the wrong way. Oh, you're fuck. sensitive, like like, like the eggshells comment, and then that.
1: Fuck,
0: and then uh, I had a really what good...
1: does that mean? I don't
0: fucking know, dude, and I just now I ignore it. What's the like...
1: wrong way? <laughs> <It's> sensitive, <laughs> no, I have feelings. Fuck yeah. you, yeah.
0: And here's something that's really cool because I so. Where were we? Oh, is that the right place? Is that the yeah. right saying? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So on the way there, I drove and it was like, I was kind of scared cause it's super dark and driving the bus is like kind yeah. of insane.
1: I drove an RV. I know. Yeah. I know. So it's, I was, it's fucking hard. I don't, I wouldn't drive that shit at night.
0: Yeah. And no I, I just that. learned and like, you know, it's been kind of like a trial by fire for me for the bus. So I was like, my energy was, high, or my focus was high, my whatever. Um, and I was talking to Max about something and, um, I was crying. I started crying. Mm. Um, not like, yeah, but like, you yeah, know, the yeah. tears came and I was like, I made the joke. I was like, we're supposed to be tough men. We're supposed to be tough guys. And he was like, Nah, man, like it's okay to be emotional. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Because I think the toughest thing for males to do right or people who present as male yeah is to have that emotional intelligence to be to be willing to um speak on how they're actually feeling
1: dude
0: because that's something i think in terms of like on that first thing i said you're sensitive the wrong way oh so it's wrong for me to cry yeah it's wrong for me to be like um, this person went through this and I feel for them and I want to like yeah. cry with them and hug them and hold them or, and do this mm-hmm. with them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it, I, th- I feel like it's a, it's a bigger, it takes more strength to accept those feelings.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think that's the thing. It's like, um, I think the reason that people say things like you're sensitive in the wrong way or I have to walk on eggshells around you Mm -hmm. is because you're expressing a feeling that they probably feel and that they can't feel, they feel like they can't feel, they think Mm -hmm. they can't feel because of whatever societal norms or whatever they've been subjected to. And I mean, I see that. I, I mean, I I see it in a lot of people I know. Like, a lot of people I'm really close to, and when they break through that thing that they've been taught not to, I, like, my, like, heart sings, or whatever. And I think, actually, about um, the minute I knew I really liked you, and that I, like, wanted to be friends with you, was this moment um, where you, like, apologized to Max for snapping at him, Mm -hmm. and... I don't know. I didn't really listen to what you were saying because I was trying to like not so that you could say what you wanted to Mm. say in like semi-private, even though like me and my partner were right there. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but I like thought to myself, like, this is a, like, we can't like, our like innate thing that we've been like, that's been drilled into us and also is maybe just like a part of who we are or whatever. Um, like responded in this way and now we've taken some time and we have, um, understood that like, that wasn't the right way to respond. And instead of just not saying anything, like being like, no, like this wasn't right. And like, you were like, there was like real true emotion behind what you were saying. Yeah. And I just was like, oh, like that's a person that is like really thinking Mm -hmm. about, How they move in the world and like how they're and how to like, that's, that's the whole thing about relationships, like any kind of relationship, friends, family, lovers, whatever, Mm -hmm. like we're figuring out how to like move in a way that like, um, feels, feels right and feels good and feels kind Uh and feels accountable, Mm -hmm. you know, like. And I saw that in you and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that that's a yeah. that's a
0: good one. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much. And it's it's funny, too, because I remember that was the second or third time I apologized to him <laughs> for snapping. And he's like, what? When did you snap <laughs> at me? Like, huh? And I was but it's just like one of those things where I know that was like the first step to me. Actually, like me, like that's enough for me. You know, to know that, fuck, I'm about to be mean. Or right. be an asshole. Or be this. Oh,
1: we can all be so mean. Yeah, and I like. can.
0: Yeah, and it, it's like one of those things, and it's one of those parts that I hate about myself that I used to just, like, be okay with it. You right. know? For a very long time. It's like, I'm gonna fucking snap, say fuck you, or say <laughs> something mean or whatever. But it's just like. That's not how I want to move no. within the world. That's not how, who I want to be. I'm trying There's my so best. There's so much of it. Yeah, I'm trying my best to be okay. Right. Like just like literally just okay. <laughs> you know no, that's mean? all I'm doing. I'm yeah. about... I'm not trying to be the best guy no. or you know or the best person we can't. or whatever. But it's just like if I can um see in myself where even in that short exchange with Max, like, shit, I'm getting so close to, like, and I, like, 100% love Max, like, appreciate and um, really hold him close to my heart. And this is what I was crying about earlier, by the way. <laughs> but it's like if I even get to the tiniest little tippy-toe step, to snapping at him, Mm. that's not what I want to be towards him. Right, right. And, um, Max and I haven't had a long friendship, by the way. So it's like, if I can learn how to have that awareness with him, then maybe I can extend that to people I just meet. Right. And I don't know if this sounds fucked up, but it's like practice, you know?
1: I mean, that's all any of this is. Um... I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about like being like, I wasn't like your problem is, <laughs> but cause yeah. she was like talking about some stuff and I was like, dude, like we don't become the thing. Like we never become the thing. It's yeah. always this process of becoming the thing. Yeah. yeah. Like forever. And then mm-hmm. we die. Yeah. And that's it. Like we mm-hmm. never actually become the thing. Like, like, you're always... Like, you, me, every single person is mm. always going to, like, snap. Yeah. And we're going to be like, oh, shit. Like, that's not the person I want to be. hmm Like, I'm going to continue to try harder to be that person. Yeah. Or whatever.
0: It's... It's like... This is... Oh, my God. I feel so lame because I'm about to reference something that's actually really lame. Dude, I love lame things. But... So, Matthew McConaughey, the actor.
1: Who's amazing? Yes. All right, all right, all right. Total Fox.
0: Yes! Total Fox. I thought you were sleeping. And also, yes. Um, But he won an Oscar or something? He won won an award. He won an award for maybe, like, uh, the Dallas Buyers Club or something. He won an award for something, right? And he said something that resonated with me so much. I think I cried and I was like, why am I crying at what Matthew McConaughey is saying during his acceptance speech? And um, he, he he said something like, his hero, the person he looks up to, is the person who he will be 10 years from now. Right? And he does that because he knows he will never be that person. But he knows he can strive to be right. that person. In terms of being better, in terms of working harder, in terms of like whatever, you know, as an act him as an actor. Yeah, right. But um the growth of yeah. like
1: being prolific, whatever. Right.
0: But for me, who I'm not an actor, I'm not that type of person. I'm not like entirely career driven. But it's just like if I can look at myself and be like, okay, Not even ten, but five or two or one Mm -hmm. year from now. Right. If I can strive to be the person I want to be a year from now, and then a year from now I'm like, I'm not there, but a year from now I can be this guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. That's something that, like, it hit me so hard because a lot of people, I think, get stagnant, get fucked up, or want to see the progress quick, Or something, but like just reminding yourself that you're always moving forward and you will not that, and fuck, I feel like I'm talking too much, but this is okay. I think
1: it's always good,
0: but it's like, you'll never be what you want, but right now you're your best kind of thing. Right. Like when you look back on who you were or when I look back on who I was. And then I look at where I'm at right now, this moment, this second. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck, this is great. But then again, a year from now, I'll look where I'm at a year from now and be like, fuck, this is great. And last year, even though right now I'm feeling like this is awesome, a year from now will probably be better you know what i'm that's saying the like, thing, like, that's
1: the thing that i fucking hope that's the whole point right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: it like makes you want to it like kind of tools back into everything we were talking about you know like right. you coming out here and building this house and that creative drive and like moving f- like it's this earth ur- it's this urge this sneeze we mm-hmm. need to get out because even like for you how you were saying like the sneeze I still feel like the sneeze is stuck.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Right. You'll probably feel that way next year. But also you, you, there'll be moments where you'll feel like a little bit of it.
1: I'm hoping that like know? soon it just all
0: Yeah, like maybe But I don't know. Like maybe you'll you'll get it out, but then you'll have another one. Mm-hmm. You know? It, it it's one of those things. It's where it's just like you're moving for you're still progressing. It's something that's really hard to see in the moment. But accepting the moment, I think, is a is a big part of that too. Right. Does that make sense? I feel like I talked in circles a little bit. No,
1: but. I told that totally makes sense to me. I think I think back to like whatever last year, this time, and feeling like I was really on the right path. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in a totally different place. And now I'm like, oh shit I'm.
0: Yeah. Good. I'm doing really good. I was gonna say it sounds like right now, like the way you're explaining tattooing and being here and everything that's going on, like it sounds like you're on the right path. You're it you're... feels like that and then there are some days that I feel like Well of course. There It's all bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean you can't fight those days. I mean like not I, I mean you can't you can't uh, I don't mean fight. Fight is the wrong word. I'm sorry that it, that just shut out, but I mean like you, you can't delete those days. Yeah, right, They'll right. always be there.
1: And um, those days are, like, half the week, right? You know? Yeah. Like... Yeah. It's not... It's not, like, every a once in a while feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think that's... Anytime that you, like, are moving in a direction that is, like, untraveled by you, mm-hmm. um, it's, uh... It's, like, oh, fuck. Oh, yes. Oh, fuck. Oh, yes. You know? Yeah. Like... It, it, um,
0: It's this weird, like, balance of, fuck me, wait, fuck me. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, totally! You know? Totally, like, totally, totally. I know that's, like, a real silly way of putting it, but that's, like, just how I see it or, like, how I feel it.
1: It's all about tone. Yeah. It is. And um we can't control it. Yeah. <laughs> it just comes out. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure. We're getting dangerously close to an hour. Super close. Two minutes away. Shit. I'm filling up time so we can get there Okay. before I ask you by taking dramatic pauses. It's getting <laughs> really great.
1: I feel like I was really nervous for the first, like, 15 minutes, and I feel like I just... I'm just, like, loosened up now, but, I mean... Yeah,
0: I mean, we can keep talking. No, I mean,
1: I don't want to... I don't want to... You don't um, want to keep talking? No, I mean, I want to keep talking. I don't want to, um... Dictate anything.
0: We can keep talking. It's it's up to you, um, but at this moment, yes, I did it. I I Is did it. An it. hour. Yeah, I did it. Sweet. i did, I did it. Sweet. Um At this moment, I usually like to. Um, oh, that's right in the mic. I love it.
1: Fill up the fill up your whiskey cup. Yeah. Um, Is there any more rosé? Give me that space bag. Yeah. No, it's the wine space bag. It's over there. It's right there. Oh. Follow, my Follow my finger. E.P. Follow my finger. Yeah, you empty. did. Oh, fuck. That's all right. There's no. a bottle of other rosé, but it's sweet.
0: No. I mean, like a little
1: bit of this. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. And so it, an hour in, we fill
0: up your cup. An hour in, my cup gets filled up. Yes. Our cups get filled up. Your cup would have gotten filled up too if there was more in the space bag. No. Um... But also, this is where you get to ask me anything you want. The example I love to give is because it's kind of... Ooh, I spilled a little bit. The uh, example <laughs> I love to give because um, it's very invasive. Someone asked me who my favorite porn star was. My response was, "I don't know any of their names. <laughs> oh. I just look at gifts. So and the the names don't have the gifts don't have names."
1: Yeah, a lot of things are cited on the internet. Yeah.
0: So it's not your fault. Yeah, and that there's a longer explanation than that, <laughs> but like just you know the fact that I know like friends, family, whoever listened to it, I am literally okay with anything. All right. Anything, anything, anything.
1: Um.
0: Also, you if you have more than one, of course you can ask more than one. It's not just one. Wait, before we ask not. A question, but... Not to make you feel pressured or anything. You know, she listened to one episode. She ain't
1: pressure. <laughs> um, I can't remember what the person asked in the episode that you, that I listened to, which was the season finale of yeah. your last third season of your third season. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to listen to more. Um, so I have no context, I guess, other than something I've already forgotten. So, no, just ask know. me whatever.
0: Um, this is pretty cool because I've never been asked the same question twice.
1: Really? Never? Never. Now I feel really nervous. Really? I'm like, oh I've, shit, I gotta get uh, I really creative. I should have fucking said that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, What was your alternative for going on this trip?
0: Oh, wow. Talking about alternatives. So here's the thing. It was, it felt like literal death. It felt like so whew, I'm going to... Can I talk a lot? I'm going to yeah. talk a, lot. Not, talk a not, lot. I don't know why I'm asking, but I knew I was I knew I was going to before I asked. Um and I'm saying it with like a giant smile. But, I'll,
1: I'll I'll show you mine if you show me yours, you okay. know, cuz I had the trip
0: to come out here. So here's the thing and it's crazy that Max is here and I'm telling this, but I um did not I a week before I almost called Max and said I can't do it mm. I'd rather stay in bed <laughs> I'd love bed um, not because it's comfortable, not because I was scared of living out of a out of bags or a tote or whatever not because of the actual travel part but there was something that was like I was being a baby. that's the biggest part about it. I'm a giant baby. Even the day before, but the alternative was like, there were even moments where I was like, if I get into a car accident before, before this trip, then I won't have to go and do a trip. <laughs> Go on the trip. Mm. If I get hurt really bad, then I won't have to get on a trip. I won't have to do it. You know what I mean? Right. And I wasn't, I didn't change my activity. Right. I wasn't my behavior. I wasn't right. like, I'm going to act reckless and hurt myself so I don't have to go on this trip. Mm. But I was constantly thinking like, oh, if I if that happens, then I won't have to go. And right. Like, so my literal alternative was like severe body, bodily harm <laughs> or death. You know what I mean? And um, I had talks with Max on the phone because it was really cool. Um, you can speak on it if you want. But we did talk so much in the two weeks prior to leaving Mm. every day for like 15 to 45 minutes on the phone. Mm -hmm. Um, and all of those phone conversations helped me be like, okay, don't be, don't be a baby Mm. come out here. And honestly, like part of me was scared to come out here to this part because, you know, it's like the unknown to me.
1: The wet The Wild West. Yeah,
0: and that's what Max kept saying. It's this is the Wild West, dude. And I was like, that scares me a little bit, but also I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um and one of the one of the things that really made me not say, "Max, I can't do this." One of the one of the things that did that is um, I've learned throughout my experiences in my life the things that make me feel most uncomfortable are the things that are the most rewarding.
1: Always.
0: And it took me a long time to learn that. And... We're uh, always learning that yeah. You'll
1: continue to learn it, and it's I cra- think.
0: Yeah. No, for real. Like, I 100% agree. And it's crazy. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you in our prior conversations, but two years ago, I lived in South Korea mm-hmm. alone.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I
0: mean, with people I just met, really. Right. For work. Yeah, for work. And, I, like... I didn't have the rational brain to be like, I lived in a whole nother country. You know, I was just like, I looked at that and I was like, that made me feel really uncomfortable. But it was a good experience.
1: Right.
0: But it, but I think Max, you mentioned that to me. Three other, I feel like you and three other people were like, Mm -hmm. motherfucker, you lived in another country for months.
1: Well, uh... you know,
0: like, but yeah, Sorry.
1: No, 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 I'm totally interrupting you, but I'm just thinking about, um, oh shit, did it go away? I hope it didn't. You got it. Um, that like, um, oh fuck. Oh please. Oh
0: fuck. I'm bad at saving. Um, I know you saved me before, but I'm bad at saving.
1: That, um, I should mention that it's super late, so that's maybe why my brain isn't working, but I had this amazing thing, which is that, um, you got say it. what you just said again
0: that you lived in Korea for months. I lived in Korea for oh, months. Oh, and
1: uncomfortable things
0: are usually the most rewarding. Um
1: mm. that like shit. We live in uncomfortable situations all the time. This is the thing. Yes. I got it. I got, yes, it. I got it. Yes, yes, I got yes, yes, it. yes. I got, yes, it. Yes, I got yes. it. I got it. Um we live in a we live like fucking like being in our skin is uncomfortable. Mm. Like going to the grocery store is uncomfortable. Mm. Like driving in traffic is uncomfortable. Buying
0: clothes.
1: Oh God. All that shit sucks. It sucks. So I just wanted hard. to pick a
0: simple th- and th- you know, like
1: <laughs> it's so it made all that shit makes me so anxious. Um but, like, doing... And, and, like, doing it isn't actually rewarding. None of that stuff I, like, yeah. actually feel like I grew other than, like, whatever. I, like, sustained myself by going to the grocery store even though it fucking gave me a panic attack on the yeah. way there. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, like, um, doing the big thing, going on this, like... Adventure yeah. into a place you've never going into the unknown. Yeah, going into the true unknown. The yeah. grocery store is not unknown. Mm-hmm. We know the grocery store. We know the fucking all that other we shit know that the, makes the feel, store. We know, yeah, all the things that make us feel uncomfortable on our daily basis. Yeah, they're super familiar and they make us feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. The unknown makes us feel uncomfortable. Mm. But the thing is, is that once we go into that place of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is.
0: The true unknown, as you said.
1: Right? Then we, like, are like, oh, fuck. We we see another part of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We, like, there's a true reward with it. Yeah. It's not for nothing. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like...
0: Yeah. You know, do it. Yeah. Or this, whatever. <laughs> that, I mean... I don't know. The, I think the coolest thing is that, like, the the true unknown for me was this whole trip... And I think I told you this yesterday, and I told Max this maybe today, or uh, maybe yesterday. I don't know. Everything's bleeding together. Right. But one of my best friends, I've known him since middle school, texted me, how's the trip going? Is it cool? And I told him, literally, I am not the same person you knew. And I think that's a part of it. Like you just said, seeing the real unknown, the real thing you don't know reveals a part of yourself mm-hmm. you didn't know you had. Mm-hmm. And this whole trip is revealing that revealing a side of myself that I didn't think was possible. That I didn't think and I'm saying like I'm saying that as someone oh God, this is I hope this doesn't sound dramatic. But this is coming from someone who kind of hates themselves, hates every their past, their present, hates everything right. about who I've been for the longest time. But when I say I there's a part of myself that I didn't think would be possible to exist mm. is the person that's like here with you yeah talking to you so uh, and being open and honest with you and making new friends and this is right a strong real connection right this is not just like hey be on my po-. this is like hey check know, out my Instagram yeah the, uh, <laughs> every and and not just you not to make it seem like you know you're not important or anything but like all the people All, I've met, um, everyone, everyone we've met on this trip so far, it's like, like fuck. I didn't know I was capable of opening myself up this way. Right. I didn't know I was capable of being okay with other people, such as yourself. Right. Opening themselves up to me. Right. Because I'm someone who just kind of is just hating myself.
1: So here's the thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So if the alternative is death. Yeah. Right. Um, what the, the, the dramatic, yeah. the dramatic answer yeah. is death, which is the unknown, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is the same thing. And so doing things like this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: trying every once in a while to do a thing that isn't death, yeah, but is the true unknown, mm-hmm.
0: right? Yeah. <clears throat>
1: Helps us learn some things so that we don't have to skip to that other part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's like what, like I told you, like, you told, you, show me yours, I'll show you mine. Yeah. That's mine. Like, I was like, I got to go do something that I've never done before or I'm going to die. Yeah. And that was true. Mm. You being like. I'm going to stay in bed yeah. or get hurt, like get her a car accident. So I have to do this thing that's yeah. scary that I have to see this, see things I've never seen before. Cause it's fucking hard or mm-hmm. like be in a position I've never been in before mm-hmm. because it's hard. Like those things are staving, staving off, save, saving off. Mm-hmm. I don't know the What's the vernacular? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> saving off, uh, whatever, death. Yeah. Staving know? off, yeah, yeah. Staving off death. Yeah. Like, that's cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Because, <clears throat> like, people who have to deal with, like, our mental health, which is most of us, mm-hmm. like, death is that alternative, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, these are mini-deaths of, like, our former selves. Like, you're a new person. Holy
0: smokes. You know? Sorry, I just...
1: <laughs> Whatever, it's fucking tarot shit. Like, no, the death no. card isn't death. It's yeah. just change, but... Yeah, no, but, but that's... Know.
0: But still, like, that's... I mean, fuck that. That's fucking dope. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I... F- yeah. Like, um... Yeah, man. Shit. It's like a part, you moving out here, a part of, a part of you that is no longer you has died. Definitely. And me going on this trip, a part of me, a part of me is now dead. The part of me that is, um, kind of cynical, kind of an ass. And we were talking about, um, how I used to be someone who lacked awareness with how I snapped at mm-hmm. Max. That person is gone now. Yeah. That dude is dead. When I learned how to shoot a gun in Texas, uh-huh. I, I'm pretty sure I shot that guy.
1: Uh-huh. You know? Right.
0: Which is kind of strange. I, I This is weird. Oh, God, I'm going to go off on a quick tangent. Do it. But yeah, so I learned how to shoot, shoot a handgun for the first time because I've always been interested and be I right. feel like I should... Not that I should know. If you want to be
1: part of the revolution, you have to.
0: For sure. <laughs> but I like that. Um, but I remember, um, my, my cousin's boyfriend saying, picture someone like now picture someone like he, this is the last clip. Like he's not even like a really machismo guy, but he mm. was just like trying to have fun. Cause he noticed I was like starting to like be comfortable right? with shooting at like a paper target. And he's like, now picture someone who's going to do something bad. And I pictured my old self, which mm. is a little fucked. Right. Where, like, I I mean, in a weird way, like, to people who don't understand, it's a little fucked. Like, oh, you're sh- you're shooting yourself. Like, whatever what we, we
1: we all want to at some point. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. Mean, I don't know. I know. I no. No. Yeah, I do, too. But I mean, we've already come to this agreement that sometimes people don't let themselves feel that way. Right. So those people might be like, you're fucking weird.
1: Yeah. You know, but they're like, oh, should I want to die, too? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just can't say it. But it's like, I was picturing that like my old self. I was, Mm. like, not killing, but shooting at my old self. Getting rid of them. Shedding. Yeah. You're
1: like shedding that self.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know?
1: Fucking the snakes do it out here all the time.
0: Yeah. You know? Oh, man. It's something. Man, I'm really glad we have this conversation. We can keep talking. If you want to keep talking, we're well over an hour. I,
1: I... I love talking to you and we don't have to talk recording Mm -hmm. or we could talk recording. I don't care, but Mm -hmm. I have been holding in a piss for like a good 20 minutes. Okay. Um, so there's
0: that. Yeah. So maybe let's say to the people, fucking pee, man. Yeah. (laughs) Is there anything you want to say to the people? What do I want to say
1: to the people? Um,
0: anyone listening
1: to be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself and then try real hard to be kind to all the people around you. All right. That's
0: it. <laughs> that's no, all that's, <laughs> there is. That's good. That's perfect. perfect. I would end on a high five. I usually do that in person, but you tattooed my hands. We can like fist bump. Yeah, sure. I
1: mean, that feels like actually kind of
0: really lackluster
1: to me. I can high five for Paul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I got you. Got a surrogate high five. Yeah. actually, I do want to high five you, but I'm not gonna high five your. your Oh, you gonna
0: hit the. All right. Yeah, it was weak,
1: but actually, I liked
0: it. (laughs) Because
1: I oftentimes ask people for a high five, but I go like this. Can I have a high five? Is it like that? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's down low. It's not up high. Can Uh, I have a high five? I mean, that's as high as I go.
0: You got to, you got to bring it up here and watch the elbow.
1: I know that trick. That trick actually works
0: really well. Yeah. It's really great. I made so many friends at a show. Anyway, I'll stop recording now. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> Let's all go pee pee. But thank Let's you so
1: <laughs> thank, thank you so much. Thank you
0: so much. After we pee, I feel like I should give you a hug.
1: Um, I definitely want a hug. I also, like, have, like, a thousand more things to tell you, and I really want to tell you my gun story
0: yeah. for the
1: first time I shot a gun. Okay, yeah. Um, which will be really fun to tell you. Sure.
0: And that was the episode. Thank you so much to Sarah. Thank you so much for allowing us into your home, allowing me to record an episode with you, and thank you for being so honest with me during, during all the time we spent together uh, Recorded or not It was so much fun I'm glad to have met you And you are a very important person And I keep you close to my chest And my heart I also want to thank everybody who listened Thank you so much It really does mean a lot to me I love all the text messages you guys decide to shoot me Not necessarily today, Wednesday But sometimes you shoot me a text And you're like, hey, I really like this episode And I appreciate it, thank you so much if you really like it though, more than just texting me, you can give us a 5 star review on iTunes, that'd be really cool, It'd really mean a lot to me, you can say something like, wow, Paul got really weird in this, this week's intro and outro, because he's a little bit more serious, he's being a little bit more real, and I'm not used to that guy, but maybe I should, because that guy's interesting, I like him, maybe you'll write something down like that, or maybe you won't, and you'll just go about your day, but either way, you're alive, and that's great, and I love you, and you're awesome, there. If you want to keep up with the podcast on the social media, you can do do that on Instagram at Dear Stranger and Friend, also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dear Stranger and Friend. And today, I feel like, will be a big day for the internet. I feel like something really cool will happen on the internet today, and I don't know what it is. And I don't know if it has to do with Dear Stranger and Friend, or if it has to do with me. And speaking of me, if you want to keep up with me personally, you can do so on Twitter at NotPaulMassBad. In the same handle at NotPolMassBad on Instagram. You know, if you just want to see like cool pictures of my face. Or that uh, one time I FaceTimed with a bird from the Philippines. And that was a fun, fun time. I'm glad I took that screenshot. I talked to a bird for about 20 minutes on FaceTime. That's true. That's 100% a true story. I am not making that up. But anyway, until next time. When I try to find a way to make it to Wrestlemania. But probably fail in the process. I've been Paul Maspad. And next week on Dear Stranger and Friend. I quit drinking after that. I was like, Mm. you know, I gotta make some changes. And um, then we had like a series of really unfortunate events. This week's episode would not be possible without the love and the support of viewers like you. Just kidding, just Max Joel. It would not be possible without Max Joel. All the other viewers like you, you know, you guys, you guys are alright. You guys are okay. Intro music provided by the band DA Dad. You can find more of their music at dadad.bandcamp.com. Outro music provided by Easy Tigress. You can find more of his music at easytigress.bandcamp.com.